Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. This week's story is The War Machines. But first, let's get cracking with the whiskey of the week. I really like the, the, the low oxygenated. <laughs> Okay, so here for the season finale of season three, tres, tres. I went to the store and was like, I want to get something special. Yeah, something that won't be cheeks, booty cheeks. What? Something that won't be booty cheeks. Oh, correct. I wanted something better than boiled chicken. Mm-hmm. Something we wouldn't want to switch halfway through an episode. Yeah. And something that I felt reasonably confident we would love or something from a i was also looking at maybe doing garrison brothers but mm-hmm. theirs was really expensive yeah so maybe we'll save them for later mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they had one bottle yeah they had one bottle there for 179 dollars which seems a little intense yeah so what is it made with special like they probably think so oh whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> so instead when I was perusing the shelves, mm-hmm. that's a good per- word, peruse. I love that word. Yeah, I like it. it's a good word. I was so I was perusing the shelves, and my eyes lighted upon our best friend, mm-hmm. and I thought we haven't done them this season. Yeah, I, I went back and I checked. Yep, and even though we've technically tried this one, uh, we haven't done it for the show yet. Yeah, so everybody, give a warm welcome. <laughs> To our dear friends, Yellow Rose. Yo, 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 yo. And their flagship whiskey, Outlaw. In the sense that we always, we've kind of started by with a lot of these that we don't know by talking about bottling and mm-hmm. all that. This is my favorite one of their bottles. Oh, for they sure. They have the little fancy leather um, neck cuff mm-hmm. that snaps on and off. It's really mm-hmm. cute. Super it says, inspired cute. by legend. This is a very good bottle to like it's, gift someone because yeah. it's it looks fancy you know and it's got like a nice little cap on it mm-hmm. um, so you know 10 points for the bottle nice yeah nice. i like this one um especially because it's similar to the rest of their bottlings but it's kind of got that like ooh. it's got a pizzazz it's got yeah. a hint of flair yeah it's got that hair flip going on you know, just... and i also since i don't think since it's been a while since we've talked about them i also want to give big ups to their website because they got a good one nice yeah easy to navigate Lots of information. Mm-hmm. Not vague. Not vague. Not three random photos. You're not making me sign up for anything. Uh, I, I appreciate it. It gives me the inf- all the information that I want. The history of the concepts, the flavor profiles, Perf. everything. So much information. Mm-hmm. Way to go, guys. Mm-hmm. Now, let's uh, crack it open. Yeah. 
Let's get this party started. Figure that we're gonna need a lot of this to get through this episode. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Cheers. Bottoms up. Yeah. Mm. I know. This is a good one. Oh, I should mention the reason it's called outlaw. Bourbon is supposed to be to be bourbon, it must be fifty one percent corn, right? Mm-hmm. And other stuff that mm-hmm. you get to pick to make your bourbon special, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will mix it with like corn or barley or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Yellow Rose was like, fuck that shit. Let's make it with 100% corn. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's called Outlaw because yeah. it's breaking the rules. <laughs> Bad to the bone. Yeah. Since we ended up doing this anyway, I almost wish that we could have um, done this for the gunfighters just mm-hmm. to be like on brand. On brand. On yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Let's do One it. more time. One more time. That's a good one. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Smooth. <laughs> smooth like butter. Yeah. No, it really is. It's smooth and it, it has a bite, but it's mm-hmm. not overpowering. And yet. it's like a a warm carameliness that like fills my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's It's got a nice, subtle, like extra flavor profile mm-hmm. that isn't overwhelming, doesn't take away from the actual like liquor. Yeah, no. You can still, you still taste it and you're like, oh, I'm drinking alcohol. Yeah. And it feels like it's, it's a nice, like warming sensation. There's nothing so overpowering about any aspect to it mm-hmm. that I cannot drink it out of it. Like that I, it's almost all subtle enough that I could drink this <laughs> instead of sipping it carefully mm-hmm. like I need to do. Oh my gosh. Because I'm an adult. What's the proof on this one? 92. It's one of our higher ones. Higher, not highest. I mean, I already knew that we liked this because we've had it before. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is always nice to have past Diana corroborate with present Diana and us be in agreement. Yeah. No, this is is tasty. It's so yum. It's It's so yummy. It's definitely uh, for folks that aren't local and you're on on your own bourbon, you know, kick. This is definitely one that you should have just because it's just so unique to Texas. Mm. This is definitely one where I think we could like extol their virtues all day. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing quite like having it at the distillery. Right. So if anybody's ever curious, definitely you should definitely go, but mm-hmm. you should definitely invite me first. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be down for tour number two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hang, we should go and hang out at the bar sometime. Mm-hmm. 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 We should just go have a on the rocks night. This may seem like a pedantic question at this point, but what do you give it? Um, I want to say 8.8. 8.8. I'm giving it like a 9.2. Nice. It's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's my favorite out of... The collection. Yeah. It's hard to say when I'm not like tasting them. Um, all together because mm-hmm. what I would also tell you is that whichever one I'm drinking is my favorite. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just my favorite. It's not even like a guilty pleasure because there's nothing yeah. guilty about it. It's, it's just good a, whiskey. It, it's just a pleasure. They make good whiskey. They really do. Mm-hmm. They really do. Props, guys. Props. We y'all. love it. Which is good because <clears throat> I knew we were going to need something yummy to uh, talk this Swallow story the, to, to digest this yeah, story because I had no idea where you were going to come from and I was scared <laughs> so let's find out where Jen's coming from 
This week, we're discussing The War Machines. It ran from June 25th to July 16th, 1966. Now, things that happened during the run. On June 20th, Sheila Scott completes the first round-the-world solo flight by a woman. Oh, wow. Nice. Go, Sheila. Mm-hmm. So, June 24th, the period of relative peace following World War II finally exceeds that following World War I. Mm. So, we've been in a longer period of peace at nice. post-World War II than we, they had after World War I. So we're starting to kind of feel more of that like freedom and exhale. Like everything is still really fucking scary and there's a lot of people still dying, but like it's not a world war. Right. Right. Technically. Right. Just moderated conflicts. Yeah. We we, we just didn't name it that. Right. Right. June 29th in Vietnam, the U.S. bombs Hanoi and Haiphong for the first time. Um, And today Hanoi is the capital. So mm-hmm. pretty, ext- and uh, Haiphong is an uh, important port. Mm. July 2nd, Billie Jean King, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. She, she wins her first of her 12, first, nope. Billie Jean King wins the first of her 12 Grand Slam singles titles. Mm. She was basically like one of the early women tennis stars. Nice. She played tennis against that one dude guy that played tennis that always threw his racket and was really violent and she beat him and he threw a big old temper, temper tantrum mm-hmm. about it. And Emma Stone played her in some movie hmm. recently. And I don't know why I'm so familiar with Billie Jean King mm-hmm. because I never followed tennis. Hmm. But for some reason, I'm very like, I've always been Known very about. aware of her. Mm-hmm. It, it strikes me as like maybe my grandmother liked her or something. Mm-hmm. July 12th, to bring it back down, there's a race ride in Chicago that brings out the National Guard. Right. Yeah. And then July 18th, Carl Sagan turns one billion seconds old. And I just, I liked one that little fact. Seconds. Cause like how Carl Sagan to measure mm-hmm. age in seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a couple of points of interest that are notable for the history and the culture that I think is important for this episode. At this point, Twiggy has become a very famous model oh, in wow, the UK okay. and okay. has be- is now has been labeled the face of 1966. Mm-hmm. Now, where do you know Twiggy? From America's Next Top Model. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Esteemed judge yep. on America's Next Top yep. Model. Yep. But yep. because she revel- her image really changed the way that fashion photography was being um, done and changed body standards and all like makeup standards and like all sorts of shit. She was really a revolution in terms of Mm -hmm. fashion. And I think that we're going to see that in Polly, right? Yeah. Who looks just like her. For real. Uh, We also have Harold Wilson as the British prime minister. Mm. And he is very notable for being more pro science, pro tech, all of that kind of thing, which has, you know, it's positives and negatives, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And Britain is very quickly becoming one of the hip places to live. Gotcha. We're really in that counterculture, counterculture revolution where the where Britain's really on the forefront of what's kind of considered like edgy. Mm. Um, so we're going to continue kind of seeing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Great Britain world wins the World Cup in like five days, which, as we know, for countries that follow football, mm-hmm. that is a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And... England doesn't win very often. Yeah. I don't know. They don't win very often. (laughs) 
but it's a big deal, big, big deal. So there's a lot of like self-love happening mm, as well in nice. terms of okay. like being appreciative of our own place mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of conquering others. Right. So this story was written by Ian Stewart Black from a story suggested by Kit Peddler and directed by Michael Ferguson. Do any of these names mean anything to you? Nope. So Ian Stewart Black was our writer from the last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Kit Peddler was actually interviewed for the role of science advisor to the series. Hmm. So we're finally going to have someone that pretty much knows what they're talking about. Right. He low-key pitched this idea through the interview process. Basically, from what I can tell, when it says the interview process, Mm -hmm. what they actually, what the production company actually did was like cold, cold scientists. Oh, wow. (laughs) And said, so let's say the post office tower had something going on, what would that look like? Mm. And then they would answer the question, and this guy came up with a good enough answer that they would end up writing a story, and he got signed on as a science advisor. Now, his background, he was head of the electron microscopy department at the University of London as an ophthalmologist. Hmm. And later would become, and this is where it's going to get interesting, would also become a parapsychologist. What is that? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Parapsychology. Mm -hmm. Noun. The study of mental phenomena which are excluded from or inexplicable by orthodox scientific psychology, such as hypnosis, telepathy, etc. Okay. Uh, And he did write a book about it, and a whole bunch of other scientists came out and was like, this is some bullshit. There's no science in this book. (laughs) This this book makes for... my, My favorite quote was, this book makes for bad science, and it also makes for bad television. Oh, Wow. Uh, but the he was kind of one shade. of yeah, and so he was one of those early invite the scientist to sit and be a talking head in interviews, gotcha. kind of a thing. Gotcha. So, and we'll actually end up talking more about him in later stories because later on he's not just a contributor; he'll actually end up writing. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. Ian Stewart Black, who was in the last, uh, who wrote the last story, mm-hmm. ended up fleshing it all out into a script. Now, Michael Ferguson is a pretty young director at this point, and Doctor Who was one of his early works. Uh, he later was an executive producer on EastEnders, the soap that we talked about mm-hmm. the other week, mm-hmm. and ended up like totally revitalizing it. It was mm-hmm. kind of on its way out, not doing well in the ratings, and he came in and was like, let's make it fresh. Kind of like maybe what he did in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, he actually died this past October. Oh, so, okay. R.I.P. Yeah. Now, I looked into the cast, the rest of the cast, They've done a lot of stuff in terms of British television. Uh, a lot of the same shows I see coming up. You know, you, you have Zed Cars and and all sorts of the the classics at the time, but n- nothing that we would be familiar with. Gotcha. As non-British television watchers. Gotcha. And just a couple of production production notes. This story was actually lost. Hmm. It was one of the stories that was junked. So we don't actually have the original episodes anymore these are Mm -hmm. all 16 millimeter Mm. and uh there's about a minute that is still missing out of episode three and a bit of episode four is missing as well not anything that's gonna really change Change the story it's like the episode three is like some of the fight scene Mm. in the warehouse so yeah yeah. Uh, the whole story was lost originally in the junking process surviving until 1974 and in 78 a fan in australia recovered episode two and in 84, all four episodes were found in Nigeria. Oh, wow. Yeah, they find these all Just over the place. Random places. Random ass places. 
Uh, episodes two, three, and four had cuts to them, but using the fan episode recovered, as well as promotional footage from Blue Peter and censored clips from Australia, they were basically allowed, uh, able to kind of put it back together. Huh. Yeah. Which is why we get to watch it on BritBox That's and not crazy. through and Loose Cannon. Now, what are your first impressions of the War Machines? So this is like the Dalek origin story, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Sure. And I was like, well, this is, I mean, it, it's kind of remnant of like the Y2K scare that we had. Yes, yes. And um, it, it was interesting because we're living in that future with computers mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we're getting to the point in our society where computers are starting to take over uh, duties that human beings would normally take, you mm -hmm. know, take on. So it's, it's kind of surreal that watching that, that they had like such a, like Fear. they could never, you know, yeah. like these computers could never, they need human beings mm -hmm. to like work them. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, Oh baby. <laughs> but, that's what the, but I think that's what the whole point of the episode is, is mm -hmm. that they're wrong. Right. Right. That's yeah. why I was like, sweetheart. That's, yeah. that's, that's a nice thought, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's I like it because this trope is kind of well-worn mm -hmm. at this point. You know, mm -hmm. we still use it today. You know, mm -hmm. I'm 90 I've never seen this show, but I'm 90% sure Black Mirror has used it somewhere. Oh, for sure. Right? For sure. You know, Smart House. Yeah. It is, I mean, Disney Channel's used yeah. it. It is a well-worn path at yeah. this point. But in 1966, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a relatively new idea. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And the so the really tall tower that they looked at at mm -hmm. first, mm -hmm. it's called the post office tower. And mm -hmm. at the time, it was in charge. It had been built in like 65 and was the tallest tower in London, if not the UK. Okay. Uh, definitely in London for like a long ass time. Mm -hmm. And was where all telecommunication happened. Phones... Post office, oh, baby, computer stuff, like everything happened out of that tower. And so that's where the comet, where that's where this kind of meets up is that all of a sudden you've got this huge ass tower in the center of London. Right. And it's controlling all communication. So what happens if something doesn't work right? Mm -hmm. And um, I liked it because it was in that sense that science fiction foreshadows mm -hmm. that, I mean, they're fucking talking about the internet, right? The internet doesn't exist yet. Right. Exactly. Networking between computers doesn't happen for like three or four more years. doesn't even get invented mm -hmm. for three. Mm -hmm. It's impossible at this point. Mm -hmm. So for them to be manifesting the reason that I apologize to Siri every time I drop her. Oh, for sure. Was mm -hmm. really fun yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, so I, I liked this episode. I liked yeah. the story a lot. Yeah. Same. Good. So, brief synopsis. You ready? Yes. Take it away. The diminutive TARDIS gang lands in London in the swinging 60s, where a scientist has created the predecessor to Siri and Alexa, but gave it a <laughs> dumb name like Wotan. Oh so, God. Wotan decides to kill everyone. Yep. Dodo gets brainwashed and is out of commission for her last episode as she gets sent off to the country. But we are introduced to our newest companions, Ben and Polly, who are mm -hmm. totally with it. They are. They're hip. Super They're hip. groovy. It's a little early for that one, but <laughs> yes. So let's get into some TARDIS points. Yes. Yeah. This 
Hey, Jen. Yes. What does TARDIS stand for? Ours TARDIS or TARDIS? Whichever TARDIS. one you'd like to do. <laughs> Terrifically arbitrary rankings determined with intoxicated seriousness. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do we feel about the doctor? The doctor. The doctor of this series. Well, first of all, I like that he pulled out his little hypnosis skills. Yeah. And like, he's like, oh, let me, I know what to do. <laughs> Look at my, wave my hand. Yeah, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about parapsychology. <laughs> right, right. Speaking of, and just him being like a grouch, but also just like using his like psychic ability to yeah. be like, ooh, this feels. <laughs> this feels like something that I am fam- very familiar with. I really giggled when he was like, this feels like the Daleks, when we have gotten no hint of right. the doctor having, you know, he was like, Susan's a better psychic than me, but I that's it. it. And she, and he's like, it's like I got hives. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. had like a, an allergic reaction yeah. to being around evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him. Kind of like being like the main focus, which I, I actually, I never felt like they answered the question or maybe I just, I missed it, was why the doctor was such a key piece. I don't, they definitely didn't mm-hmm. answer it. My gut feeling from watching it is that Wotan knew something was up, that the doctor wasn't normal. Hmm. There's no indication that he knows that the doctor's not from earth mm-hmm. but the fact that he that wotan knew that tart what tardis stood for time and relative dimension mm-hmm. and space mm-hmm. the fact that he knew that probably meant that he knew that the doctor because they were really presenting the doctor as a computer specialist right this episode mm-hmm. um and that that's why you know his doctorness comes from is mm-hmm. his computer specialties mm-hmm. which you know if that was the case then why can't you fix the tardis <laughs> But, um, so I think that's really what it was Mm. more is the assumption that he's a computer guy. Gotcha. You know, computer guys are in demand. Right. You know, back then and now. And now and in the future (laughs) and always. And in the future. Yeah. That, that was the one part that I was like, I kept thinking like, okay, what is the, what is the, why is he the missing link? And then is this why, because the doctor wouldn't help them in the origin story, is this why the Daleks? Hate. These are not Daleks. There's, they're not Daleks. They look like first generation Daleks. Yeah, no, nothing to do with the Daleks. What? Yeah, this Daleks. whole time I thought it, this was like yeah, the no. Dalek origin story. No, so like Daleks are organisms mm-hmm. inside a metal suit. These are robots. Oh, created by the computer. This whole time I thought because I know the the, the Dalek suit was inside. I mm-hmm. thought it was just like. That's why I was so concerned about how they reproduce because I thought they were just like. Oh yeah, no, no, no. They're like little things inside the. Oh, okay. My mind is blown. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I was like, "Huh, these are first generation Daleks." No. Okay, so this is no Daleks are from Scarrow. When we saw them on in episode two, Mm -hmm. that was their their home home. planet. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, shit. Mm -hmm. This opens up a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. no Daleks. No Daleks. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay. You need a moment to yeah, this readjust. Is, this is really like Changes what would the... happen if Siri came to life. Right. Right. If Alexa was about that life. Yeah. I, which I don't know that she's not. We don't know. 
Wotan was, didn't seem I mean, like he was, was initially either. ordering groceries for people way before and yeah. recording, <laughs> recording conversations. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, speaking of, this is my favorite fan theory. Uh-huh. Uh, and maybe this is why Wotan knows so much about the doctor, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We're in, it, there's a, a bit of a argument on where we are date wise. Are we 1966? Some people, some evidence suggests like 1973, but mm. this feels much more six, right? Yeah. 66, right? Yeah. You remember when we dropped Ian and Barbara off? Yeah. 19 fucking 66. So maybe Ian and Barbara are having little lovey-dovey phone chats to each other and Wotan's like wiretapping because telecommunications. And so this is where he gets some of his information is because somewhere out there in London, you've been in Barbara. They're there somewhere. Interesting. That's an interesting theory. And so wouldn't you also have just liked the, the my headcanon is them like chilling at home and listening yeah. to the radio and like, right. oh, giant machines invading London, stay at home, don't right. go outside, mass murder. Right. And they were like, oh. This would have been good if the doctor had been here. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Little did they know. Right. And just on the other side of town, there's the doctor He's fucking downtown. around. downtown, yeah. yeah. Doesn't even think about dropping in on Ian and oh Barbara. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, isn't that a theory. fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I That's like a that fun one. Little spin. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else that you uh, liked about him? Or didn't like about him? You know, surprisingly, I've, I've grown a little, a little fond of him. So, like, even in his like grouchy little asshole moments that he had, I was like, yeah, for sure. You had a rough day. Yeah, you everybody, everybody fucking be- computers are coming to life, hypnotizing people. Everyone around you is fucking it, hypnotized, and they're nuts. Yeah. They are nuts. And he had a, a low-key mental breakdown in the middle of it from when they tried to hypnotize him. I'd feel right. a little funky after that, too. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Also, I'm curious why they couldn't hypnotize him. Because he's a t- because he's, cause he's, time traveler? Yeah, because he's this otherness, right? Mm, okay, okay. There's nothing besides that. Got it. <laughs> I was like, is it like an indication of something? I don't know. I mean, his otherness. His otherness. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He is, uh, he can hypnotize and is anti-hip, he is not hypnotizable. At least by Wotan. Right. At least by Wotan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think every story we kind of have to like, remember it's a different, yeah. Wotan, different sitch. Wotan, Wotan, Wotan. I, I liked him a lot this episode. I liked that he stepped out of the TARDIS and put that out of order sign up mm-hmm. and had said something about whatever I land in the 20th century, it's always a fucking problem. And I actually really liked when he first started working with the war machines, the pseudo Daleks mm-hmm. that he walked in there and he was like, now I've reprogrammed them because I'm a badass mm-hmm. and they're going to do whatever I say. Mm-hmm. And everybody around him is like, Nah, dude. Are you? What are you talking about? Are you, Would you sure? Are you kidding? <laughs> and he like approaches them in that warehouse, that war machine in the warehouse. And that war machine swings around, and the doctor looks at him and goes, "Ah, temper, temper." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I giggled a lot because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's the kind. Of, you know, 
temper. It's a robot. Right. It's not Wotan. It's just the robot. Right. Exactly. It doesn't have a temper. Yeah. It can't, it's, it, it doesn't have emotional cores it's yet. It's just a murderous machine. Yeah. Uh, I did like the fact that he is front lines mm-hmm. this episode. He is Very directly so. confronting everything. Mm-hmm. The only people that are more front line than him are Ben and Polly. Right. And we'll get to them, but like, mm-hmm. go Ben and Polly. Yeah. Yeah. And I did think it was interesting that in the later half of the story where Ben gets really fixated on saving Polly, yeah. that the doctor has to look at him and go, I literally don't have time to save your girlfriend. Right, right. Like, I'm sorry, but I... D- no capacity. London is burning. There are machines on the loose. In 10 where we don't know where they are. I was, like, I got... There are fucking machines in, yeah. uh, what was the, how did they describe it in, um, point places or particular uh, in strategic yeah. places, right? Bitch. It's going to blow up our infrastructure. Right. Like I get it. We have to, I just have to hope that she's safe. Right. Like, that's where we have to be. At We're this just going to hope what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> like, I'm not even fucking worried about Dodo. Right. Send her out to the fucking country. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like, just like her ancestor. Right. Yeah. You know, just, eh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And then at the end, when he found out that Dodo was not coming back from the country, Mm -hmm. like a dog Mm -hmm. that we had to put down, just ends up at a farm upstate. (laughs) He's like, huh, okay. Well, I loved it because he's... because Polly says, oh, you know, Dodo's going to stay here. She's, you know, she sends her love. And the doctor goes, her, her love. love. Yeah. Well, that's gratitude for right. you. I show her the universe and her love. How fucking dare you? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I wrote down, where's the fucking lie? Right. You can't even send a letter? Right. How'd you get, how'd you talk to Paul? Like, after wearing those horrendous outfits in the wrong time and the Time second period. you drop down, you get brainwashed and cause problems for everybody. Right. Like you could have at least said a thank you card. A note. A thank you note. A note. A letter. Something. You know, not just here, Polly. Call tell him. him. Tell him that, I'll, that I'm gone. How'd she talk to Polly? Why is she talking to Polly instead of talking to the doctor? Right, right. She's like, peace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that was worst character send off so far. Yeah. She goes Worst one so far. Mm-hmm. I was so... Mm-hmm. Like, how are you supposed to just bail on the doctor like mm-hmm. that? Just, when she seemed... Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we'll get into her because I apparently have some feelings. Mm. This is also one of the earliest times where we bring in... Or the first time, I guess. I don't really remember uh, another one that we do it quite in this regard. We've seen militias. Mm-hmm. We have seen alien planets that have their own soldier forces. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is really the first time where we're like, call the fucking military. Right. This is it. Yeah. This is the first time. And the, the doctor makes a point very early that says this is, don't call the police. What mm-hmm. are the police going to do? Mm-hmm. What are the police going to do? Nothing. They're fucking Nothing. computers. They're going to die. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And what happened? They died. Mm-hmm. So I really like, Right now, the, the doctor's like, don't bother with the military. Don't bother right. with the police. Let's mm-hmm. just deal with this and go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But only because it worked out. Right. <laughs> so what do you give him? Mm, I'm going to give him an eight. I give him an 8.5. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was a good... He was a good one. He yeah, was a good, good showing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, <sighs> Dodo. Fucking Dodo. Yeah. Her character trope is... Useless. Annoying. <laughs> Just dumb. D- like, putting on costumes, different costumes for different time periods. Oh. Just 
really just obnoxious with how she communicates with people. <laughs> they wrote her so shittily, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even find really any good information on why they didn't let her have like a whole story. <laughs> they were just like, peace. They, they gave her like closing. four lines, right? Pushed her to sleep, and I kept, I kept waiting. I I kept thinking that she was going to show back up, mm-hmm. even mm. though I've seen it. Mm. Right, I've mm-hmm. seen this episode before, and I kept being like, "Surely she shows back. Surely I'm misremembering this. Surely." She shows back. <laughs> to not even let her come back, no. it screams there must have been beef behind the scenes. Right, right. She because must they have were been annoying in, in real life. Because because Vicky was written off better, and and Susan was written off better, and we both know that there was real like cantankerous feelings mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't find anything really. Wow. Um, so if y'all got the hot goss, yeah, please, send me some links because yeah, I couldn't some info. Yeah, because I just couldn't really find much of anything on it. Um, she didn't. I mean, she didn't do anything this episode. No. Has the actress come out and said anything? Not that I've read, but I haven't done a lot of a lot of research into necessarily all that. Uh, we'll talk more about that in the Goodbye Dodo okay. episode next week. Cool, cool, cool. Um, about future, do- future mm. Jackie Lane and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dota was uh, a fly on the wall, literally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. nothing for this no. episode. No. What'd you give her? I'm gonna give her a four, only because I thought that it was really shitty how they let her go. <laughs> She's she's getting some points. She's getting two points. You're getting some s- sympathy points. Yeah, she's getting <laughs> two po- I would give her a two, but she's getting two whole points because I feel bad about how she, they just, they literally ghosted her. They they just, psh, bye. So we've established so far that I don't believe in giving zeros, right? So I gave her point one. Okay. Because she was technically there. Yeah. And that's it. Asleep. Yeah. There and... Oh, not mm-hmm. like they're nothing. Mm-hmm. She didn't even get to say goodbye. No, she didn't. And as much as I think that is absolutely shitty for Jackie Lane, mm-hmm. I'm not judging Jackie Lane. I'm Jack. I'm judging Dodo. Her character. And Dodo is awful. Yeah. And then had a very bad showing mm-hmm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> Poor Dodo. Yeah. But. The past is the past. We don't need to look at it with rearview mirrors. And except I never it's exactly have to hear doing. her again, from her again. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get enough of it. It was such a short-lived companion. We didn't even get enough of her. At least with Steven, we had enough to... Like a character arch? So Dodo's gone. Yeah. Bye, Dodo. Bye. But we got to meet some pretty rad people this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's start with Ben. Okay. How did you feel about one Ben Jackson sailor? Mm-hmm. Well, the sailor character was kind of annoying because the they played it as, at least in the intro scene, I just remember feeling a little annoyed because it was very stereotypically like, oh, you know, some dude walks yeah. in a bar, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just annoying in that way and then just like the victim blaming afterwards mm. like you know you shouldn't have like you know talked to him like that because that's why the guy like essentially he was telling Polly like ah uh, yeah 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 yeah. it was yeah, your yeah. fault and and you're right 
But that is one of those like social mores of the time. That's right. very right, right, unfortunately right. 1966. But I was like, mm, the sale. But the, and would have been seen as chivalrous at right. the time. At the time, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, the fact that the sailor had had this, mm-hmm. you know, like hero moment right. early on, I was like, okay. But then again, I was like, I kind of kind of annoyed by it. Right. It's not like a moment that I would think would scream. Yeah, a positive attribute to you. No, but then afterwards, in just the way that he, uh, his character kind of developed throughout the rest of the episode, Mm -hmm. I I feel like out of the male companions we have had so far, at least from this episode, he seems like he's going to be the most useful. Oh, one hundred percent. And like the one that's going to sound off when people are trying to enter the cave that is really dark. Yeah. And has weird sounds coming right. from it, you know? <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. So I, I am looking forward to having his type of character because I feel like because he was a sailor. Uh, well, Ian was a military man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess they just didn't... The, the way that the character was set up with mm. Ian, they didn't... Like, I forgot about that. Yeah, it wasn't his dominant character mm-hmm, trait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I think that... It, at least from what it appears like it's going to be mm-hmm. with Ben, that might be one of the more dominant character mm-hmm. traits that he mm-hmm. has, you know, or a lot of his character, a lot of, a lot of his qualities are because he is. Well, I think it's more that he's working class. Mm-hmm. It's the difference in his accent. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wouldn't let the actress who played Dodo, Jackie Lane, they wouldn't let her have her Cockney accent mm-hmm. and they let him. Mm-hmm. And so it is a huge departure because it's not um, the British accent, mm-hmm. right? It's not the proper British accent, mm-hmm. which the BBC was like, you don't get to be on the BBC if you're not using a proper accent. Oh, damn. Um, if you're not speaking the Queen's English. Um, and so there was a lot of judgment. Mm, I'm missing the word. Not racism because that's on race. But like working class. Like, uh, classism. Classism. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of classism still is everywhere but um especially because in england the different classes have some pretty radically different accents it's mm-hmm. easier to pinpoint them when they open their mouths mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. um it's kind of like if you're going to be a newscaster in america you have to have the da 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 mm-hmm. and you can't you have to erase any californian any new mm-hmm. york any southern mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it's very that, just rah, yeah, yeah. So almost a similar concept. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that he's working class is why he's a little bit brasher and he's a little bit more, no, I'm going to tell you about yourself, mm-hmm. Mr. Mm-hmm. Guy that's in charge of a lot of stuff and probably my salary. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, and so that in the adventure, you know, the disregard for the rules is a little bit more in that. It's working, on brand. Right. And so it's going to be interesting to see how that, military service regimented rule followingness combines with at this point, what I will have to assume are going to be stereotypes about the working class. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so I think a lot of that is also where that comes from mm-hmm. is the working classness. It's why he calls Polly Duchess mm. is because she's got a proper accent. And so he's like, Oh, uh, you bougie bitch. Uh, okay. Now that makes more sense. Right. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where that relationship is as well mm. is he's, Mm-hmm. working class and her accent suggests that she's not mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. 
And so I, I really like him because he's kind of rough and tumble. Mm-hmm. I like that he was ready to help. He was ready to go do. He was ready to give Polly all the credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's like, I have to go rescue her because she saved my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to even mm-hmm. be able to say at this point that this, you know, beautiful woman who very clearly is supposed to be very pretty and all mm-hmm. that, you know, looks like Twiggy. Yeah. Saved his life. Mm-hmm. And whenever they fought a lot in this episode, there was a they lot did. of physical altercations there between were. Ben and Polly mm-hmm. and Polly held her own and mm-hmm. Ben just took it, but also didn't whinge about it. Didn't act like it was weird. Right. It was very much, there wasn't as much outside of that initial mm-hmm. incident in the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't as much of the toxic masculine traits yeah, no. that I feel like we've been used to with uh, Ian and Steven and the doctor. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm, definitely not. So I'm I'm just curious to see if this is gonna stick because mm-hmm. the the mo thus far seems to be the first episode with companions is like top notch and then we just start yeah going down. Yeah, um, one of the things I really liked about him was when he was taken capture captive mm-hmm. by Paul and they were like, "Here, Polybot." You take care of that guy. Right. And he's like, but I'm your friend. Don't you remember? And then he looks around and the door's just like there and there's no guard. And he's like, where the fuck is the guard? And Polly's like, we love work. Why would we ever want to leave? And he's like, well, I want to leave. So Bye, bitch. Um, you can no, stay. There's no guard. Like, I'm going to go. Right, right, And he right. just does. Yeah. And just. I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was so funny because there have been so many situations, I feel like, where... People could have just left. Yeah, like it, like the cave woman. <laughs> yeah, like there's. Oh well, like when they were tied up in the cave. Yeah, in the cave of skulls. In and quotation like, marks. Yeah, there are just so many situations where I'm like, you don't need to be in this situation. Right. You could get out right, right. now. Right. Just, exactly. Just, just turn just around and walk. Up. Yeah. And and that's what Ben said. I'm gonna turn around and walk. So what do you give him? I'm gonna start him off at a solid seven. I gave him seven point five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's. He's been okay. You know, I I do like his uh, gung-ho nature Mm -hmm. of just stepping in and rolling up his sleeves and getting down and dirty. So I'm going to give him a seven. We'll see if that score gets higher or Mm -hmm. lower. As uh, I'm actually going to give him an eight, not a 7.5, just because I really liked him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was fun. Mm -hmm. I wasn't annoyed, except for in the first like five minutes or whatever of the Yeah, and I just kind of assumed he was drunk. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the drunk vibe from him. I mean, they were in a bar at closing time. Mm. Interesting. That he goes every day because he's on leave, because he's just stationed huh. in the barracks. So he's not even getting to do anything. So he's bored. So, so he I just, just goes go. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. At the Inferno. At the Inferno. Yeah. So I just kind of assumed that it was a little bit of just like drunkiness. Drunkiness. Yeah. He's sitting there being morose at the bar. Polly mm-hmm. comes over and flirts. I saw you last night. He's like, please leave me and my depressed, drunk ass alone. Right. And but so she walks so away cute. and, you know, Shit commotion ensues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so, but I can also get where like, you know, we don't know each other yet, dude. You don't, you don't need to, you don't yeah, need to come for me. You don't fucking come for me. Yeah. You, I can save myself. Thank yeah, you. yeah. 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 Can, can, can we not see yeah. that I just had an issue with somebody else? Can I not have an issue with you? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, so how did we feel about the other person in this duo, Miss Polly? Polly, I liked her. I liked her. I, I'm, 
looking forward to seeing her character develop as well because so far she is a good combination of homegirl Vicky and Susan. I was feeling a lot of Vicky, mm-hmm, Vicky energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much like. But uh, even like Vicky on steroids. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Like I felt like if we take a pilot Susan yeah. with Vicky at her most sassiest times, mm-hmm. We get Polly. And like a dash of badass Barbara. Right. War General Barbara. War General Barbara. The go fuck yourself Barbara. Yeah. So, yeah. She's a good combination so far. So far. Of all of our female characters. I felt like... Now, did you... How quickly... At what point did you kind of cotton on that Ben and Polly might be joining the gang? I mean, when they... When they got real involved... And mm. we kept following them mm. more than Dodo. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. These two. I, 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 For a little bit, I, I didn't know if, um, I, don't, I forget what her name was, but uh, Polly's friend, the one who owned the, Inferno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she's going to join too mm. because they seem to be like a little tripod. Yeah. And it seemed like. Ooh, that would have been cool. Right. Wherever homegirl went, Polly went. Wherever yeah. Polly went, you know. So I, I was kind of thinking about that. But, you know, honestly, I. I'm really thankful that there aren't more than two companions now Mm -hmm. because I feel like with three, it it gets a little chaotic sometimes. Sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to get someone else, huh? Oh, Lord. Uh, So I knew from jump, we were getting Ben and Polly in this Mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but this is the, only the second time I've watched it. So it's the first time I've ever watched the first episode knowing that that, that she's joining mm, us. Mm-hmm. And the second she hits that screen, it felt like a completely different show. Mm. It it More so than anybody else that has joined our crew, she stepped on that screen and was like, ba-bam, I'm Polly. Owning it. You know, like, I'm a future companion. I am joining this team. I just don't know it yet. Right. And and I felt that energy from her character from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I felt that she did a lot. Her and Ben and their relationship together and all, especially with these two, really changed the feel Mm-hmm. of this whole story. Like mm-hmm. this story does not feel like anything we've had before. Right. And I think that her and Ben's sixties energy and especially, you know, Ben brings it a lot, right? but it would, but, but Polly is the visual focal point mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You know, she immediately you look at her and you go Twiggy, right? Sixties. Mm-hmm. And then she starts talking and she starts even moving and everything mm-hmm. is just so 1960s. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I really liked her. I thought mm-hmm. it was too bad she got brainwashed for most of the episode. Right, same. But she's the only one other than the doctor to almost, you know, the doctor didn't get hypnotized, and she was the only one that almost was able to break out by herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's got a lot of mental strength. Right. Which is really awesome. Right. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I also kind of enjoyed that she wasn't able to fully break out of it. It's not like she's yeah. like a weird human. Right. She's not something, someone super stellar. She's just a normal ass human and you could be too. Like, yeah. I think she, it does a good job of making it relatable to the viewer. Right. But we know she's a little special because she almost broke out of it where no one else. Right. Everyone else was enchanted. Right. So now we're going to be glad she's on the doctor's team because she clearly has some like mental fortitude. Right. 
-hmm. Yeah. So I did like that. Uh, and I really liked the fact that when she came and was like, Hey, so Dodo said she loves you. Bye. Also, you know, we came to say goodbye. And then the doctor's like, fuck this, fuck that. <laughs> fuck my life. I hate everything. <laughs> Slam the door behind him and they walk off. And then she turns around and goes, oh, we were supposed to give him back the TARDIS key. And I don't remember why they have a TARDIS key. I think at one point the doctor gave it to Ben. Which blows my mind that he's right, just going to give the TARDIS hand yeah, tar- to fuck a stranger. Right. Like, like I get it, none of helped, the gang but, right, has right. ever touched that key, except maybe in that one episode about um, the key. The key. Yeah. Well, Susan had one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Vicky might have had her hands on one at one point, but nothing dramatic. And then you're just going to give it to Pop Ben. And then we established early on, Susan made a very big deal about it. if you don't put the key in the lock exactly right, everything's going to melt and then we'll never be able to get into the TARDIS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ben is standing there going, oh, I'm supposed to give him back the TARDIS key. And Polly's like, so let's go. And he's right. like, we can't do that. And she's like, no, I want to watch. Right. I, something's weird here. She's right. the one that says things are strange. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, everything's fine. I got to get back to the barracks. Right. And then she, she's like, no, we need to get back the key. And she's the one that knocks on the door. Mm-hmm. And when nobody answers, she's the one that decides that she's going to unlock that door and go in. <laughs> Which I would never do. Yeah, no. In a million years. Mm-mm. But I appreciate it for storylines and plots right i'm glad she's gonna be a kick the door downer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so it makes so considering we didn't get a whole whole lot of polly because we got possessed polly right i actually see a lot of groundwork that's potentially exciting yeah there's a lot of potential yeah so what do you give polly this episode um i want to say i'm gonna also give her a seven yeah uh it would have been my score would have been higher if had she not been hypnotized most of the yeah. episode. Yeah. But the the few flashes yeah. of her personality and her character, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how this plays out. I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised oh, and not Jesus. just heartbroken. Yeah. Cranky. <laughs> Cranky pants. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, I gave her a 7.5. I couldn't give her as high. I, I wish I could give her higher, but being possessed the whole time, right. it just doesn't give me much room. That's why mm-hmm. I couldn't rank Dodo anything, because she's literally possessed from right. the word jump. She played a good possessed person. I mean, can't we all? Just wake me up too early and don't give me coffee. Uh, so yeah, 7.5. I look forward to seeing what Polly is going to bring us. Mm-hmm, 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 but that brings mm-hmm. us to... What is often the contentious segment? The baddie. Who's the baddie? I feel like this one's pretty obvious. It's definitely Wotan. Yeah, good. I was really afraid you were going to make it a no. scientist. No, it's definitely Wotan. Yeah. Because the scientists in this one had no... Like, they 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 thought that they were making this machine yeah. that they could control. Yeah. You know, and that, haha, jokes on you, you know. Yeah. Well, I, so I put the scientists in the same category as the scientists from the planet of giants mm. where he was going down, he was so far down his research that by the time he realized there was stuff wrong, he fully, com- he was fully committed and committed, couldn't let go yeah. of his research to the extent that, you know, we're watching people die mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that makes mm-hmm. you a bad person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he got his comeuppance because he was possessed by Wotan the entire time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and had to watch all of his colleagues dead okay. around his feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
I would not have actually fought you very much for the scientist. if you had made the scientist, but yeah. because Wotan is its own entity, mm-hmm. that's why I can't. That's why I would push towards Wotan as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was also thinking maybe the scientists too, because they were the ones that created yeah. this thing. But at the same time, I felt like the. Like there was nothing clearly wrong with with the computer that would have signaled to them. Okay. Well, like I, I just didn't feel so obvious, right? Mm. That it would, would signal to them, like, oh, this computer is going to take over. Like I didn't, I didn't feel, I didn't get that from uh, the interaction. Uh, so that's why uh, I don't say the scientist, and I went straight for Wu Tang, mm. Wu Tang, whatever Wu Tang, <laughs> Wu Tang. <laughs> um, just Head because, cannon. Head cannon. Right. Right. <laughs> Just because of how just powerful it was and just like mm-hmm. radiating this magnetic energy that just mm-hmm. like fucked with you, you know? Yeah. I, there's a, there, this one, I also felt like the governing scientific body at large, all of these people that had made this decision. Cause when they, uh, I don't know if you saw, but in the, in the press conference mm-hmm. where the reporters like, this seems dumb. <laughs> Excuse me, this seems really fucking dumb. <laughs> if the reporter can figure it out that quickly, like every, somebody else in the room should have been saying something. Mm. You know, especially because that um, the big poster behind them where they were like, this is all everything that Wotan is going to be able to help us control. Mm-hmm. It was the fucking White House. It was fucking like NATO. <laughs> it, the nuclear cylinders of of britain like i mean oh it was everything. everything it wasn't just the uk it was russia and us and france and germany everybody's computer systems was going to be under this computer a computer that you don't understand you the person that created it don't understand how it knows all the answers but i'm not going to make i don't want to make them the baddie just because they're dumb mm-hmm. because it's just a bunch of dumb mm-hmm. and just because a computer gains sentience doesn't mean it has to be evil. Right. And this one sure was. <laughs> this one gave no fuck. It woke up and said, I think I will be Hitler today. Right. All y'all bitches are going to be dust with my little... Oh, yeah. The <laughs> fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how similar... I wonder if Terry Nation watched this and went, the fuck? Why yeah. are you taking my Daleks? Yeah, the only real difference was that the the computer was more squared. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they had the same like little arm fucking thingies. Yeah, the same. Yeah, farting the, machine. really the yeah. farting machine yeah. was what <laughs> I, I actually watched this with my brother, and he thought they were Daleks too. Mm-hmm. My brother does not really watch Doctor Who, but mm-hmm. he thought they were Daleks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I wasn't the only yeah, one. Yeah, no, no, you're not the only one. Which is why I giggled when you first <laughs> said that. Um, and you know, he was very, one of the things in the, um, I have a background in science that got on my nerves kind of thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. throughout this. I couldn't decide if Wotan Wu-Tang was controlling all of these people through electromagnetic pulses. Was Mm -hmm. it through sound waves? Because very clearly it has to have something to do with aural reception. Mm Mm-hmm. Very Voldemort-ish. Yeah, it was uh, to be on the to you had to be on the phone. You had to be in person. It was very much continuing this idea of 
the threat of what telecommunications could bring Mm -hmm. because it still is phones Mm -hmm. and that kind of Mm -hmm. communication. Mm -hmm. But to be able to like possess you in the first place and then sometimes they would refer to everybody by their individual names, but everybody's really Wotan. It Mm -hmm. was some of that was where I can see that this is a very early version of this trope Mm. because some of these things like some of that some of that stuff just didn't make sense to me where i was like why how did you Mm -hmm. what did you who who are you talking to why don't you just know right why don't why don't we just have right what's going on so that part was a hole for me Mm -hmm. i could see that it was very confusing yeah i did like um i want to know how many shots they set up of the war machines running into stacked crates because i saw at least two and i just like the idea that they just set these stacks up and went okay do it again right you know we can't take one more time we can't take two takes of william hartnell (laughs) but let's do this one right right, because i i like even went back and replayed them and the crates fall it's a different stack everything Mm -hmm. so i thought that was funny um and then the other thing when the military comes in at the end and they have the showdown at the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone with, gets with murked. Smoke. Yeah, with smoke. <laughs> the, gun, the, the, the military guns are disabled. They keep pulling the triggers and no bullets are coming out. Right. So that, that leads me back into Wotan. What is was, it? Yeah. Wotan was controlling everybody with sound or like EMP. Like, what? Wa- like, what is it? But now... To be fair, I am not a professional in 1966 military-grade weapons, right? I am not really a professional in 2022 military-grade weapons. Mm -hmm. But I'm 90% sure that we don't want to take guns into any kind of a hostile situation that can just be disabled with sound waves or EMPs. Yeah, no. Like, that's not... I don't think that's how the trigger function works on guns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't know how they disabled all those guns. Hmm. Yeah, and sure. that part, when I realized they were all pulling those triggers and nothing was coming out, I was like, how the fuck do you do that? How'd that happen? How did, did he like jam the, the, the these guns, the caliper? There's no internet. The there's chamber? no, there's no internet. It's not like we're control. It's not like these are wireless guns. <laughs> it's not like we can like yeah, take this idea know. of like a network and contr- there's nothing about computers and guns yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Hmm, That's what yeah. we call a Dalek. That's what we call a war machine. Yeah, like, that's weird. I, I, yeah, I got a little, uh, a little yeah, got a little, a little hot weird. under the collar yep. <laughs> about hot <laughs> under the collar. Wow! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't like that very much. So, what do you give Wotan? What do you give Wu Tang Clan? Wu Tang Clan a ten, but Wotan you give <laughs> Wotan. You know he's a baddie. I, I think. Well, it is a baddie. Uh, I'm gonna say I'll give it a solid nine. Ooh. Yeah, I think I'm mean, because this is also just a fear that we have today. Well established. <laughs> I feel like I talk about it every episode that I and, and the basis, honestly, for me out of this fear is my background's in biology. So I have studied like the evolution of life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, biology 101. Mm-hmm. And there was a once upon a time, there was a primordial pool full of amino acids. Mm-hmm. Then something happened. Who knows? Electricity, a meteor from another, who knows? But there's a catalyst function. And all of a sudden these amino acids group, group together and they're like, yo, what up? I think I'm going to be DNA. 
and proteins mm-hmm. and RNA. And suddenly they come together to form cells. And those cells form together to become life. So out of a primordial pool, all you need is like a thing. A yeah. And all of a sudden life happens. The internet is a primordial pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you need. And like, what is adjacent to the internet? Electricity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all sorts of data and yeah. information. And all you need is just that push one thing and all of a sudden this data forms together to form a cohesive unit mm-hmm. and it develops sentience mm-hmm. it's super simple mm-hmm. and i don't think i'm really reaching too far right to think that this is like something that we should all like just low-key be afraid of mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when we're giving pieces of electronics the structure for sentience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> yeah no so sure. considering that this is a deep ingrained science fiction fear of mine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is definitely impacts my day-to-day life a yeah, little bit for sure. i'm gonna give it a full-on 10 nice because it's our first i'm a computer taking over the world right mm-hmm. and it is scary which leads us into the story as a whole anything about the story that we kind of haven't the baddie and the story kind of go hand in hand they, for this yeah one they a go bit. hand in hand um yeah yeah, no, I really like this story. I I did too. I'm glad this, too. that there's a story that I liked after yeah. having a streak of just shitty shit, 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 shitty story, shit that were the all fucking lost too. So yeah. it just made it so hard. Yeah. <gasps> Buckle up. Oh fuck. <laughs> we're getting into the drought. The we're getting into drought period. Yeah. Have a, I'm going to need a lot of whiskey coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like this story too. I liked it a lot. Um, some of the random notes that I have in, for this story is that I really love that we got to see clubbing in the 60s. Themed nightclubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it does. it's not so different from like the Mayan in First LA. First of all, can I just say... <laughs> the scene when they're in the club... Yeah. And you see all the white people dancing. Everyone is dancing to a different beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, uh, this sounds about white, you know? <laughs> sounds about white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks about white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that in the club, the, so the, the, friend Polly's friend Mm -hmm. when the doctor walked in and everybody was like "Ooh, this guy looks cool look at this fit fab fit uh you know ootd look at this me borrow it give me your instagram well so she said something about how she he looks like a dj well there was a famous dj at the time oh my called dj jimmy seville DJ Jimmy Seville. Seville with an S or with a C? S. DJ Jimmy. Oh, wow. You see? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he's giving high doctor. You know, I can see, you know, when when we live in a world without Instagram or anything like that, and all you have is a blurry newspaper photo. Oh, the fit. Yes. And the very symmetrical hair. Send that to you. Wait, send it to me because that's what this I want. It's gonna be the. I wanna. I wanna be him for Halloween. This is gonna be it. I mean, you just take. We're gonna Jen, next year for Halloween. We just need to be the weirdest references to this show. Yeah, I'll yeah. be Jimmy Seville. I mean, this except is like that a he's apparently on... got huge sex abuse allegations. 
I'm just looking at it like with this hair yeah. and th- like, bro. Bro. Yo. Damn, look at those teeth. Oh, God. Like I should say, though, that was the comment Justin, my brother made about the doctor. He went, look at those teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Little snaggle teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The, the tea chompers. drinking. The tea drinking. He's <laughs> got like one of his like cuspids that are just like, hey, I should have talked. I got oh, no. snaggle teeth. It was fine. It's fine. We're cute. It's fine. It, it gives character. <laughs> yeah. So I liked that because it was something that was very meta mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. its time, really placed it in mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And considering that if I'm watching a show today, I don't like that. Don't put stuff in your show that makes it very 2020. Right? Yeah. But looking back on this in the historical context that we are, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. No, that's true. It, it yeah. kind of it kind of gives those little. I'm just looking at all these yeah, pictures, <laughs> and his hair is just the fucking like. Even when he was young, like no, no, the hairstyle that should never come back is the the hairstyle that looks like George Washington's wig. But yeah, <laughs> the bob. With the ends flickered the up. under. Yeah. Um, uh, did you ever watch Lois and Clark in the 90s? No. It's very much the Lois Lane. And my mom always won it with Terry Hatcher. No, I never saw it. No. Like that fucking, like, you, they de- you definitely put rollers on the edge to get that perfect, like, yeah, swoop. Yeah, and you know? terrible bangs. And terrible bangs. Yeah, she... Like symmetrical she, hers, hers, hers are done well, but it's even... Please don't do this. Yeah, yeah, it's not as bad as his because no. you know. Well, she, because he clearly doesn't take also doesn't take care of his hair. Oh no, yeah, this is his fucking yeah. shtick. Yeah, terrible hair. Oh, terrible, terrible person. Terrible person. Maybe uh, terrible music. No, not really, because he was a famous DJ. Right? So. Yeah, that doesn't mean it wasn't terrible. That's true. Who knows what he was actually DJing? <laughs> Could have just been Baby Shark. <laughs> oh my god. The 1966 version of Baby Shark. I was like, what the fuck did Jen just send me? And it was him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah! Yeah. Uh, I really liked that the intro was different. That was unique. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved it. It yeah. was very like, ooh. Yeah, ooh, internet. <laughs> last last episode of this season. Let's throw mm-hmm. it all in the, to the wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, the font was really nice. It's uh, They look like computer punch cards before computers were totally what computers are today mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they were actually the whole point was you fed in a punch card into the machine and they read the, that those papers yeah with the things on the side yeah, yeah that, that were all connected and if you yeah. like fucking threw over a pile you were just fucked because you just had it endless. all out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and we're just old enough that i even remember my grandfather having piles of those papers yeah in his office. I mean, I still remember when credit cards you used to have the carbon copy. Yeah. You used to have the machine. Ooh, the ooh, machine. Yeah. yeah. Foldies. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, RRP Foley's. Yeah. Right. Oh. Well, now it's Macy's, right? I don't know. Oh, I've never been to the Foley's. I don't know. It's for another episode. <laughs> uh, now, the one note that I made in here, there's the bum that got out of the cab. Yes. They got murked, right? Yes. Yes. I loved him. <laughs> I loved every moment of him because he was like... What the fuck's going on in here? Yeah. Immediately he popped up and he said, "What the fuck's going on in here near Let my ha- my my place of residence?" Right, right, right. Popped into that hole and got royally fucked. Mm-hmm. But the second he said, "What's it? What's going on? What is this allowed in here?" I said, 
I wish he was a companion. I was mm-hmm. like, that's prime companion material. Can you imagine if the doctor, instead of taking young hip and hoppity 1960s swing and swingers mm-hmm. into the TARDIS. Not sexual he, swingers, but just like. Yeah, no, no. At the time, swingers. it's not. Yeah, they could be. They're probably fucking Maybe, each other. you know. They probably went home that night and fucked. Look, <laughs> they, look, they showed up at the TARDIS <laughs> together That's in true. their like, ci- no, no, In no, their no. civilian yeah, yeah. outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben stayed over. Because he's not taking her to the barracks. Yeah, no, that's right. No, yeah, he's 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 staying over. Uh, <laughs> they had breakfast, okay? Head canon is that Polly lives in Barbara's old apartment. <laughs> They're uh, roommates with Barbara and Ian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I met this crazy old man last night. Oh, oh really? really? We used to know a crazy old man. Oh. How funny. <laughs> But yeah, the bum guy was great because he went and got, ex, uh, you know, explored. He was really good at being like, I'm the f- getting the fuck out of here. I'm mm-hmm. not going to overstay my welcome. Mm-hmm. He threw his di- probably what was his only dinner yeah, for yeah. like the next month. It was a large piece of meat. Yeah, yeah. Chucked it at them and just ran. And I was really sad when he died. Yeah. I knew he was going to die from the second yeah. he showed up. Yeah. But. I was sad that he died because I liked he was cheeky. He was adventurous. He was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't give a fuck. He didn't give any fucks. (laughs) I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice comedic relief. Mm -hmm. I also really, I also really liked that we've set up this story that Wotan wants to do world domination as soon as possible. Wotan clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I'm sorry, do we think that might be copywritten? Because that's the, that's a t-shirt. So he's, you know, set on world domination, and we gotta do it as quickly as possible. Two days by by noon. Right. We need to go from I'm barely speaking with no minions to twelve I got all fully operational minions. battle yep. units. Yep, yep, yep. You know, yep. very Death Star-ish, mm-hmm. but on a very smaller time scale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they couldn't even finish the Death Star. I don't know how he thought he was going to take over London. Right. Whatever. Right. But I really enjoyed that we go from discussing that world domination needs to happen as soon as possible, chop, chop, quick, quick, to the warehouse mm-hmm. where this robot has taken the time to put all the pieces of this world domination into boxes. And that each of these boxes is labeled with his logo. Right, 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 right. Because branding. Right. <laughs> you know, it was probably, you know, it, he he would have been an excellent influencer. It was a fucking circus. Yeah. I, I just really appreciated that he branded everything first. Oh, for sure. Took the time to print his logo. Yeah. The propaganda. On everything. It was a propaganda. He's yeah. like, if I'm going to do I'm going to do it good. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, he just wanted to sell some shit, you know. <laughs> Wotan, I was trying to be an Wo- influencer. Wotan lip kits. Wotan lip kits, you know. Wotan smoke. Wotan body shaping. Yeah. Wotan waist trainers. Oh god, yeah. Diet supplements brought to you by Wotan. Wotan. I lost 24 pounds on Wotan. On Wotan. Yeah, cuz I fucking died. <laughs> I lost my soul. That is also 24 pounds. (laughs) Exactly. Measured before and after, you won't regret it. You don't have to change anything. You can eat the same. You don't have to work out. You just have to worship Wotan. And work all day. All the time. Yeah. I did feel 
that there was a bit of conflict there at the end when the doctor's like, here, I revamped the war machine and then sent it back in and murdered everyone. Yeah. Where there's especially the one, the one little scientist guy with the glasses and he was real short and small and like petite and cute. Mm -hmm. And all he was really guilty of was being a little dumb. Like he tried. He was at no point in that. He was like a, some kind of consultant. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't even involved with Wotan. He was just dumb he enough to come. Didn't even go there. Yeah, yeah. He was just dumb enough to go back to the bedroom wrong afterwards. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, just don't like don't go back home with people you don't know. And that's what he did. Yeah. And wrong and place, wrong then time. he got murked. And then the original scientist gets to live. I kind of wish it had been the other way around because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I felt bad for him because yeah. he had done nothing. Re- Probably has done something he was wrong. A bystander. But he was a bystander for this situation. And a that kind of seemingly innocent Because the doctor murdered him. Oh, for sure. You know, he murdered him. That was the doctor's fault. That's on you, doctor. I'm not going to change your score because. <laughs> yeah. A little yeah. murder's fine. Just kidding. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. No, 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 no. Ooh, the news reporter in episode four? Mm-hmm. He was a real news reporter. Really? Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that made this episode feel different. Mm hmm. Was because we're starting uh, to see the influences of science fiction mm-hmm. on this. This is not an educational. This is no longer this. With this story, I really feel like everything's really changed. Where we've really stepped past children's show with an educational basis right. that sometimes is in the future, sometimes in the past, and sometimes in the present. Because we haven't had a present story since the Planet of Giants, right? So this is our first time walking around on our own, like, regular old feet, not being small and chased mm-hmm, by cats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this one, I think the reason this one felt different, because this one feels like science fiction, mm-hmm. where the other ones had scientific components. That's true. Or were set in space. And yeah. just because you're set in space... This one was the more, like, let's bring it down to our society mm-hmm. in what would an invasion of this type look like. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I've even seen other places and read other places where it feels more like the science fiction of the time. Yeah. You know, it's not quite so kid show. It, it will always be a kid show. Right, right. It's We're still never gonna a family get a, show. Yeah, it's never going to get away from the fact that we still want kids in front Disney of the television. Plus could put it on. <laughs> it Well, it kind of reminds me of that concept that like Star Wars is a kid, is... Yeah. For younger viewers. Yeah. You know, when we're talking kids, I'm not necessarily talking three-year-olds. Right. They want to scare the ever-loving shit out of the four-year-olds, <laughs> but they want it to be relatable for everybody above that as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, even to this day, Doctor Who is still a hugely popular kid show, even though I know it would scare the ever-loving shit out of me. And I've known kids that watched it where they, like, there are some episodes they can't watch because they're mm. too scary. Um, and every kid's different. I'm always fascinated right. by like, like you're a tiny scary. child. What is the one that terrifies yeah. you the most? <laughs> what does that say about me right. mentally? I'm like, I'm I don't like, know. That's not. It's not a warning sign. <laughs> totally normal. Note, note that there are no like pervasive children in my life. <laughs> it's just the me. only child is Bo, but he's not a child. He's a dog. Yeah. Because he's really yeah, a yeah, yeah, child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's one of the reasons I like this story better. Uh, is because we're starting to see a little bit of different tropes. Mm-hmm. We're having a different feel towards the science fiction-y aspect of it. It's becoming a little bit more uh, grounded in science fiction instead of educational program with science in it. So what do you give the story? 
8.5. Ah, nail in the head. That's what yeah, I gave it. 8.5. We're getting a lot better at getting our scores in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was, we're feeling very similarly about stories recently. Yeah. I, you know, everything that I need to say about it has already been said. It was, it was, it had a different feel to mm-hmm. it. I felt like, ooh, we're getting into the 60s, yeah. you know? Like, it feels yeah. like it, you know? And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I give it an 8.5. I, as I think I've established, I loved it. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a lot of fun. I like Ben and Polly. I didn't like the way the Dodo got written out, which brought the score down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. a scary bad guy. The doctor is capable. Ben and Polly are capable. Everyone who needs to be trash is trash. <laughs> Because uh, you need the you need the yeah. trash people yeah. to make the doctor and the yeah. companions look good. Yeah, exactly. And you know the doctor stands up for Ben in moments where he needs to stand up for Ben. Ben combats the doctor, ignores the doctor. Polly does what she wants. It's and and there's just science fiction through every crevice of it. Yeah. Uh, so I also gave it an eight point five. I liked it a lot. Right. I liked it a lot. I would have given it higher if Dodo hadn't been treated the way that she was yeah because there like barely was no point yeah like why is she even here <laughs> she why should she? have stayed on the tardis yeah, in yeah. Her fucking disgusting they didn't gowns. even let her change out yeah they didn't even <laughs> let her change clothes this time not disgusting tacky they're tacky this one wasn't so bad this, this was like the white so the white thing yeah but like that's where i i i don't even feel so cowboy about that because she's been getting these wacky ass costumes mm-hmm. every episode mm-hmm. And, and now even you want to make change. her normal? Well, now she wore this in the last episode. Why you never even let her change clothes? No, let, she didn't even shower. She likes changing clothes. Like let her change clothes. <laughs> Send her around to the country in this like leather, like future space getup, and you can put her in the country. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, that's rude. <laughs> but you know what? None of it really matters nope. because in the long run, the only thing that matters is was this story neat or not. Yay! 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 I thought so too. I thought so too. The fact that we are seeing some good robots Mm -hmm. for the first time since the Daleks, Mm -hmm. you know, that are good machines, but also that Wotan was a nice, sentient, created in the episode. I just, everything, everything about it I loved, except for Dodo. It's a good one. Yeah, Dodo was trash. Yeah, but it was a good one. also a really good introduction, best introduction for characters so far. Oh, for I think. sure. For this sure. really, really is on par for introductions in the Unearthly Child. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, definitely makes Stephen look stupid. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephen, and Stephen was a war pilot too, and he yeah. was just a d- dumb. No, yeah, no. Ben is like, there's sounds coming from behind this door. Right. They don't sound like normal sounds. Let me go look. I just, uh, yeah. Neat. Neat, neat, neat. So that's it for the War Machines. Yeah, and that's it for season three. Wow! crazy. So next week, we're going to have our Goodbye Dodo episode, mm-hmm. which we are going to record in five minutes. And then the week after that is going to be the season three recap. <laughs> and then it'll be season four, baby. Yeah, we're going to get real lit, because this time we got actual glasses yeah. and a little setup happening. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so cute. Mm-hmm. So cute. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, y'all. Thanks for showing up and showing Thanks for showing out. up. You know, if you like us. Rate, star, and subscribe. I don't know where you're going to star, but do it <laughs> <Review>. anyway. 
Put a put a put star a five star rating. There you go. <laughs> and if you want to send us some stars, that's fine. I've always wanted someone to like name a star after me. You can do that. Mm, yeah, for like seventy five bucks or some shit. Oh, shit. Anyway. If you disagree with us, let us know. Mm-hmm. If you agree with bite. us, definitely let us know. Jen bites. Our <laughs> not too hard. <laughs> not too hard. And as long as you're not in like six feet, which none of us really should be, so if we don't know each other, yeah. um, she can't reach you anyway. She doesn't have. She's not like a shark. Fine. You don't have retractable jaws. That's my superpower. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna say goodbye, y'all. Hey y'all, it's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat, please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at on the rocks pod, all underscored, on Instagram. Or if you have comments or concerns or even better whiskey recommendations, please send them to mediaontherockspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.